Welcome to Homemade Sessions, where we explore and research entrepreneurs making waves across their different industries. Hey, listen, I, I'll never knock a good hustle. Like, I can't knock the hustle. Like, yeah. I, I get it, because I would do, if I was them, I'd do the same shit. If oh, I was yeah. complex, like, all of these me, media brands are, like, looking for an event or something that they could tie it into because... You know, pe- people don't read complex. Like nobody's read, read, read. Not like, anymore. Hell read, 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 no. Uh-uh. Read that shit. Huh? No. Yeah. Well, well, well. You know, Verizon owns complex, so so they not going nowhere. Yeah. Verizon bought complex. Complex. Uh, what did this shit used to be called? Complex. Now, now it's called Complex Networks. Before it was called. It had three names. It was like complex. Oh no, Complex Media Network. Yeah. So that's what all of those blogs that we were talking about earlier, that's what they bought yeah. it under that. And they used to have this website. I'll never forget this because it's it, it like it, I hope you're catching this, Julian. It like expanded my it. like my my mind around how you sell this type of stuff or this type of like information. Like when I went to Complex Media Media Network site, I had never heard of this before. I just knew complex. And that's how I found out that they were bought by like Verizon and it had like this ticker that had all the numbers and it was like 260 million impressions and it was breaking it down by yeah. site. And I was like, on Complex? And then it started showing all the blogs and I was like, oh, I got it. And then I think Yahoo started one after that too. Yeah, right. Yahoo yep. purchased like um, Nicole Bitchy or like Exo Nicole that. or whatever it's called. Yep. And bought, bought, bought a bunch of them. And I was like, yeah, we should start a network. So that's going yeah. uh, going back to that story. That's when I sent out that email. I sent it out to every block. Like if it was a right. block, I can't even remember none of them now because honestly, don't none of them exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Except They're all like hip hop since 1987 is the, the only one that's kind of left. I used to go to Nowright to literally find artists. Mm-hmm. Like no, no, no. I, I mean like Philly blogs. I'm saying. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, saying all gone. of the Philly blogs. There was yeah. dozens. I sent they're the gone. email, and I probably could find the email now. And it was like New Year's. Like 2008, maybe 2007. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, before the year starts, I gave them the numbers. I put in like some like projections, maybe right. like here's what we could potentially make. Yep. But we got to band together. Like, I'm not trying to be the head of this. Yeah. I'm trying to create a board. Yep. So we all are equal. And now if we bring in other blogs, then they Build will come in under us. Yep. But like, look at what New York is doing. I'm like, they are, yeah. they are like, they, are controlling the game at one at one point New New York was controlling the right. you know the music industry and, I, and and I'm like yo we gotta do something similar for not just music but I was expanding it into like information I'm like okay the largest traffic site for like you know stuff that is reposted it was CNN.com okay so I would go on CNN.com and take the most popular stuff and then reuse it that's fire on that's smart on on my site because what a lot of people didn't know is a lot of those sites they didn't they didn't at that time they didn't expand into other countries okay. so like like north korea russia china places where they have like information gates and put yep. there thing yep. you can't access you can't access cnn you can't access you can't get Fox in and C- right. C- yep. C- 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 cnbc but you could access i'm not a rapper i spit.com so they would yeah. come to my site and that's how they would get their they get their latest news yeah. but then i would have news i would have 
you know, I have conspiracy theories. I would have our podcast. Right. That's how that's how our podcast was doing sixty thousand a week sure. because it wasn't people in the U.S. There were people in Philly who still didn't know what a podcast was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we were doing Blair, and when, when Blair Blair was here, I'm sure I'm, yeah, I'm sure yeah, I told he came you, but yep. like we 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 started off doing sixty thousand a week, and I was like, oh shit! shit. Like, what year was that? Let's see, Podcast Wednesdays ended in 2012, I think. So it, this would have been maybe oh, 2000. Yeah, this would have. No, I'm sorry. We ended in 2011. So we this this would have been 2007, 2006. Shit. Like when people didn't even like know what a podcast was. I was in was. college. Yeah. Yeah, people, people didn't even know what a podcast was then. I spent most of the time getting guests. Yeah. They would say yes. And then right. I would spend the majority of, uh, of the conversation explaining to them what a podcast was. God and they were like, damn. so we're gonna be on radio. Can I how how can I tell tell people to tune in? I'm right. like, well, when it comes out, yep. I'll send you the link and then you can share you can it. And share. they like comes out. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna record it. It's a podcast. <laughs> right. Like, oh, a podcast. And I'm like, uh, you, do you do you do you have an iPhone? And right. they're like, yeah, I'm like, go on your phone and type There's in this. podcast. <laughs> it's this little purple thing, yep. thing, thing you're gonna see. And I'm like, that's what it is. I'm like, just look at all the shows on there. None of right. the people look like us. Now, now we got one. Shit. Um, sixty thousand oh, yeah. views. Oh yeah. yeah, but so a lot of so mo- uh, most of our traffic uh-huh. when I started because there there um there was a service called Blueberry. Okay, B B B L U Blueberry. Blueberry was the first podcast analytics. Okay, you know program. Gotcha. So I, I like I pay for Blueberry, and they would help us see like where our like traffic sources were. Yep. coming from and I noticed that those traffic sources mirrored the traffic sources on, on the site okay. and I'm like oh so this that's, is the people that's listening yeah, to exactly. it so this content is stuff that so then we started to follow the model of like we're going to talk about everything that's going on yep. in the US because this is what they want but Across they can't the get it anywhere else Yep. so we posted the articles to lead into the podcast mm-hmm. and, then we, and, then we, and then we would play music like okay. stuff that like Blair Blair and I are both like music connoisseurs so yeah. we would play stuff that we listened to like I don't know Matt Matt and Kim and Kid Cudi and stuff yeah. that people wasn't even really on yet They're not quite and yet not in 2000 artists, yeah, yeah. Hell I would not not that I mean again I know they had like record label help and all that but I will say that we we definitely put put them in front of audiences that were not able to access that yeah. music because this is really before streaming took off. Like, Hell yeah! I Hell had like we were still selling digital. I yeah. I didn't leave Best Buy until two thousand eight, and we were still selling millions. Yeah, yeah. that was absolutely yeah. That was that was when that was yeah. that was when when you shipped your sales when when, uh-huh. they, when, it, when it was like. It's not. It's not how much you show. So it's not how much you sold. It's how much you shipped. Yep, so exactly. It was all like, about ship shipping. There was a demand. If they looked at your projections and they said, "Oh, oh yeah. you're, oh you, you gonna do double platinum?" Then, yep. then yep. we'll ship a million. Yep. And now you platinum out the gate. Yep. Before, before, exactly. Before, before I used to get yelled at for for Taylor Swift. Oh, we need you to order a hundred thousand off yeah. the gate, like that type like, of junk. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. That, that that's how fifty. That was oh three when fifty. Yeah. I think they shipped out. It shipped five million yep. copies of Get Richard Dodge. They knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. They knew well, it was no, coming. Well, no, it's crazy. It didn't even sell like that at first. Like it was but it then, was just that the copies were yep. already out there. So it was so yep. prevalent that like you mentioned Best Buy. It was like the targets and yeah. Best Buy yeah, yeah. Walmarts. It was everywhere. Yeah. So and it's like, City. yeah, you gonna buy it. It's <laughs> yep. a big, a big cardboard cutout of 50 Cent. Bro. <laughs> if you never even heard of 50 Cent, you're like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got this big planogram. All right. <laughs> there are 10 slots, each one 50. Yeah. You got Kanye. I yeah. mean, like 
it's gonna sell. It yeah. is what it is. Oh yeah, that was another one too. Yeah. To that uh, on that um, uh, uh, fifty versus Kanye. Yeah, that fifty versus Kanye like, was crazy. It was like graduation and uh-huh. what was fifty sophomore? I can't, I can't even remember. But I don't know. It wasn't that good though. No, it's, no, his sophomore. No, no, his, his sophomore was good. It was uh, uh, the massacre. I think. Okay. All right. All right. The yeah. massacre was all right. You're yeah, right, massacre. You're right. Yeah, oh no, it was before I self-destruct. Yeah, was that's the one when he went against yeah, Kanye. That's when it came. That was why what I get money and all that. I think I think it was on. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice effort, but he tried. Yeah, he just he knew win. he was gonna lose though. Yeah, well, so, it was never really a competition. Yeah, it was exactly. all it was yeah. all like it was I'm, all hype. Yeah, I want to put myself next to the person that is gonna bring me the most attention. Like right. Kanye had an audience that Fifty didn't have, and Fifty had. Had an audience that Kanye didn't have. Like right. they, they, they put out the video years later uh, from that photo shoot of them, like of them, yep. like face to face. And then when they, and when they got the picture, they both like bust out laughing, yeah. like it was cracking like, it was, up. Yeah, because they knew what they, they were yeah, doing. Like, like we gonna laugh all the way to the bank because we about to make so much money off of this. Yo. It's gonna be crazy. And Kanye's still doing it now, and it's funny because we were just talking about, yeah. yo, what's going on with Kanye? How does that relate? So first of all, I didn't introduce this man. He is the. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know we started. SVP? SVP? Yeah. Uh, senior, senior executive vice president, but SVP is cool. Something like, something, cool. you know, nothing crazy. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> nothing crazy, you know. Um, but the creator of Forbes The Culture. Hmm? And we're, we could literally sit here and just talk shit all day, but I, I got to formally introduce him, let y'all know who he is. Um and inspiration, some of the things he's done. You see, you hear some of the history, but now meet the man and just tell us a little bit about Forbes of Culture, how you created it, and then let's get into Kanye and all the you sure. know current events and all that good stuff. Um, so I started Forbes of Culture in 2017, okay. um, and I always get credited as like the founder of Forbes of Culture, but I mean, I would say that the people founded it really. Um, I didn't have, I didn't go to Boston with the intention of starting Forbes of Culture. It just kind of happened. Like we were, um, at a conference and we felt like invited, but not included. And because of that, we wanted to make, you know, we wanted to create a space where we could be both. Um, so I organized a dinner, uh, for 25 people because, I'm not rich now. I wasn't rich then, so I could afford 25 people. He's, he's an SVP. You know, he's, you, wings and water. <laughs> wings and wings and water. I'm like, listen, take a take a piece of wing, pass it down. That's love. Um, and but but 300 people showed up to this 25 person dinner. Oh, so it was kind of like, obviously there was a need for right. this thing. There was a want and a need for these spaces to be created for us. Um, and it just kind of grew um, from that one night. Yeah. It, you know, that was the first, those were the first 300 members of Forbes, the culture. Okay. It did. It didn't even exist yet. And how the name even came about was I was given a toast and I was like, yo, thank you for everybody. Actually the dinner was called the for the culture meetup because I was like, we need to have something that's for right. us. That's, uh, yep. that's, uh, that's for the culture. And my history locally and mm-hmm. what, what, People knew me for was like I like I've been in marketing for twenty years. So okay. when I but when I started, I was doing like party promotions, right? Yep. So yep. a lot of people when they said, "Oh, they're like Rashad," like, it went from I'm inviting you twenty five people to this dinner to yo man Rashad or Spit with yeah. yo is having the yep. you know this thing, 
and made people come. People caught the train up from Philly. Yeah. Like, people came from New York. People came from Boston. Like, they was like, That's oh, crazy. he's having a party. Yep. I'm going because my parties were a thing at, the, at that time. But, I mean, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm glad it kind of it worked out that way because it brought us a bunch of different demographics of people. Um, who we probably wouldn't have been able to reach, but all like young black business owners, students, um, uh, you know, business professionals, SVPs of this and that at the time. Um, And also there, there was a connection because this particular conference started in Philly and I was a part of the creation of the conference in Philly. So if that's what was there, there, there was a connection there. Um, and then it went from that 300 to probably probably within the first year, we probably had maybe like 1,500 members. Um, doing what? Just so doing that, different events around yeah, so, the country? So what what Forbes of Culture is now is like yeah. the premier black talent okay. incubator in the world. It's the largest one. We got over oh. 10,000 members globally. Okay. Um, but when we started, it was more so about just creating a space for us to like connect. I always say like our three C's yep. are to like connect, collaborate, and change, right? I love that. Uh, we connect based on what we have in common and not where we differ. Yep. And once we are connected, then we naturally collaborate. It's just what 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 we do is melanated people. Right. And that's those two put together is how we change the game. When you connect and that. you collaborate, and that's how we create change, it's how we're able to make change. Yep. All of these sort of yep. uh, sort of things come from those first two. Is we got to be connected yeah. before 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 we collaborate. It's like when you get on the call with somebody for the for the first time, the first you know a uh, few minutes is that intro. That's the that's the connection. It's like what do what are we talking about? But yep. who are you first? Because yep. I don't do business rapport. with strangers. Yeah, so exactly. I'm like who 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 is this person that I'm getting on this call yeah. with? Um. So so yeah, it went from that to. Grew to about uh, about fifteen hundred members in a year. Forbes took to, took notice of it. Um, wanted to talk about how we could potentially work work together. That was twenty eighteen. Um, it, it took another year for us to get on the same page. And then twenty nineteen is when we partnered. By that time, we had about maybe five thousand members. Okay. By um by twenty nineteen, um, and then in January of twenty twenty. We started to talk about what our relationship was going to be because that deal was up. So, okay. like, what what was our relationship going to be moving forward? If we were going to, you know, work together, work work as separate entities, um, and kind of came up with the path forward, which was like creating a a a Forbes of Culture, um, like department within okay. Forbes. Um, that I would be the head of, of course, and then I will come on as senior vice president of Forbes. Okay. Um, and then work across the company, even outside of Forbes of Culture, to make sure that there's more equitable uh, change, not equal, because equality is subjective. It all right. depends on who you ask and if it's something that's equal. But right. it's more about like the equity. Like, are we involved in the creation of these things? Are we involved like in that. these decisions? Are we a part of the ownership of these ideas yeah. versus just coming to us on? You know, February and August, Black, right. Black Black History Month and Black Business Month. Yeah, I don't want to see at the table. I want I want some some input too. Well, it was not. It's not even. I well, I do want to see. I do yeah. want to see at the table, but I also need my own table. Like um, it. so yeah. that's that's that that that's the idea that Forbes of Culture was like creating on because the 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 twenty five people that I invited, I was very strategic with right. who 
with who I invited, but but they were all obviously mouthpieces because they spread the word yeah. within a matter of hours. This was all put, put together in one day. It's not like I planned it in advance. Something happened in that morning and somebody said something to me that sparked the idea. Yep. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm not trying to protest. I don't want to do none of that. Yeah, I would rather yeah. us just do something right. that's actually going to be meaningful moving forward. And in a matter of hours is when I put together that yeah. first dinner. But those 25 people sat at 25 different yeah. tables. Yeah. But we needed to have our own table where we could discuss what we're going to talk about when we get back to those tables. Right. What is it that we want? Like, yeah. what, is, what is it that is going to be beneficial to to the culture, to black culture. When I right. say the the uh, uh, other culture, I know there's some like confusion about what the culture. What's is, the but, culture mean? But it's black culture. I mean, I got that question a lot when we first started. For, right. Well, when we first got with Forbes, okay, um, the people outside of our network started to learn about Forbes the culture, and they're like, "Well, we know the Forbes part, but what's the culture?" What's the and culture? I'm like, "Well, I could break it down for you in many different That's ways." Dope. But I'm like, "Turn on your television, turn on your radio, open a newspaper, open a magazine, right. walk down the street, walk in a store, buy buy some clothes." Yep, it's it's us. It's all yes. us. Yeah, everything you do is influenced by us. We were just talking about uh, back in the day. So like, you started at uh, what would you call it a, a hip hop site? Or... Yeah, um, yeah. So, I, um, I mean, that's we we can we can start there. It goes back yeah, and forth, yeah. But, but right, we can start go, there. So, let's go all the way back. Take me all the way back. But then I'll yeah. But then I want to hit on that okay. because I mean I can yeah. skip through and kind of lead up to where that came from. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, I started my first business when I was ten. It was like a cleaning sure. business. Okay, um, just me and some. Well, it started off with just me, and then I was like cleaning the church. Okay. Like, you know, like I just was trying yeah. to help some folks out. Um, my mom is heavy into the church. Shout out to my mom. I'm sure she's watching this. Shout time. out, mom. Um, mom was heavy into the church. Got me heavy into the church. Uh, and the 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 thing I noticed this is kind of crazy because this yeah. is it's like a black men's health thing yeah. too because we yep. both black men. Yep. I noticed a lot of the older men was dying, and they weren't that old. Like yeah. like they were older than me because I was like nine to ten years right. old, but they were just dying off. All the women were. Seem uh, seemed to be relatively Good. healthy. So the church that I grew up in, it went from being a bunch of men and women to yeah. mostly women. Yeah. But there was stuff that needed to be done. Again, it's not like a gender rule thing, but yep. it was stuff that, that that needed to be done and I felt like was a man's job, like yep. fixing stuff, cleaning stuff, all, all, all of That's that. Real. So I'm like, well, I, I felt some type of way just because of how I was raised that I'm like, all these women should, uh, shouldn't be shouldn't doing, be this, doing by, this by themselves. Yeah. Even at the age of 10, shout out to my mom. She, 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 she you. did Yeah. So it's a 10 year old. So I, yeah. So I started cleaning the church okay. on weekends and then it went from that to like organization and, Dope. you know, closet organizing and all kinds of stuff. I, like, I, like, like I always been good at that. Okay. Um, when I was younger, I wanted to be a, a architect. Okay. And I used to play with Legos and all that stuff, Lincoln Logos, all, all, yeah. all that stuff helped my helped to frame my mind around right. like organization and everything structure. has a place and put it, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yep. structure and all that. Um, I brought some of my homies in, okay. into that cleaning business because we started getting the, the, these opportunities to clean like other Spaces. buildings and churches yep. and all that. And I'm like, well, I can't do this by, by, by myself. And I mean, it's better than, you know, it's better than 
Hey. You know, the streets. Yeah. So we started doing doing that for a while. It only lasted like three years. I wish I had known then what I do now because, I mean, cleaning business. That could have been a good business. It, it yeah. could have been a multi-billion dollar Easy. business by, uh, Easy. by now. Yep. And I wanted to rap. So when uh-huh. I turned 13, I was like, I never seen no rappers <laughs> cleaning churches. I so, can't do this. So I just kind of put, uh, put, I put that to the side, and they and they hired somebody. Right. By by the, anyway, they just kept me on because they 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 knew I was dedicated. Right. Like I was there every weekend faithfully cleaning up before Sunday. Um, and so I started rapping. I went through that whole phase of my life. Yep. You know, it's pretty. Pretty good, if I say so myself. The same friends we we form, formed a rap group. It's okay. called the Hollow Tips, um, and opposite of the church stuff, right? <laughs> it's uh, a different lane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely different lane. Um, and then from the music stuff, we got. I just got a bad taste in my mouth with the music industry. Okay, we were you know signed with a management company I won't name and yeah. some labels that I won't name and so there was some money coming deep, in. You're like you got deep in the music. Yeah, business. there was okay. some money coming in that wasn't making it to our pocket. Yeah. Our manager was robbing us blind. Sounds, Shout out to you because you told sounds me a lesson right. I learned, Yeah, learned sounds early. right. Yep. Um, so that was another three years. So that lasted, you know, 13 to, i say probably 18 was okay. was when I really like oh, laid it down. Um, when I graduated high school, I just started writing. So I would okay. write for, for, for other like artists. R&B artists, okay. some rappers, some stuff that made Dope. it, some, uh, some, yeah. some stuff that didn't. Cool. But I just really just wasn't feeling the whole artist thing no more. And it really was, I've, I've had the same a group of close friends since I was a kid, and that music stuff like it 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 really put a strain on yeah. our relationship. And we made a decision that like we chose friendship over music. Like That's like dope. we still friends to this day. Oh, I love it. Yeah, um, because it was like they 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 were trying to use those industry tactics to like yep. divide us. Yep, and like it's like we're not even really making no money. Yeah, like, what are we going? Like what are we? What, <laughs> what are, are we, we fighting choosing? over? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like, it was very strange. Right. So. Um, we stopped doing the music thing, but then it's okay. like, well, we got an audience. Like we 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 had fans. We got to use we this were, for something. Well, we were so we sold probably more merch than we sold mixtapes. Mm, like that was okay. my my first like foray into marketing. Okay. I was the marketing director Smart. for our group. Yeah. So everything that we did from we did Smart. headbands, wristbands. Yeah. We did dog tags. Okay. We did uh, uh, um, t shirts, long sleeve and short yeah. sleeve. Scully's hats, socks, like Smart. everything, yeah, just yeah. anything that we could sell. T-shirts was our main thing because, right. like, everybody was, was, was wearing the big, like, yeah. oversized yep. T-shirts. Um, and our logo was kind of dope. So cool. we sold a bunch of those. Uh, I designed all the mixtape covers. Oh. All, 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 so all you that are always stuff. creative. Yeah, it was well, and like the mark, like I, I knew how to sell things. Like right. I, did, I, I just feel like I always knew how to. Move, like yeah, move. how to how to sell things and move product, um, and so we had this audience and we're like, well, we can't sell merch anymore. Right. I, well, again, What's another next? missed opportunity because yep. we could have just sold yeah. sold the merch. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, well, we can't sell merch if we're not put putting out music. So I was like, well, what do we motivate our audience to do? Well, let's just throw parties. So we started throwing house parties. We got a following. We got the people. Yeah. Let's. We yeah. started throwing house parties. Um. For a while until okay. we got caught. I mean, we kept getting the cops called on us. Oh damn! And when I say we got caught, I don't even mean by the, uh, by the cops. I mean by my uncle Mike. 
Um, Uncle Mike. Yeah, and that was that was worse than the cops. Uncle Mike worse. and them. I never forget, and I promise I I get back to the story. Say but that. I, I I I like I always think about this part. I never forget. I came outside to come and get somebody from the crib, and 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 my uncle Mike. He had the uh, had the big body B, B, BMW. Okay, he was sitting on his car with his leg crossed. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> like this is not uh-huh. good at all. I'm like. Hey, <laughs> what's up, what's up He's like, come here. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, yo, I promise, <laughs> like, we not doing nothing. He was like, listen, like, you, you got a good thing here, but it's somebody I want. I want you to meet. Like, you doing this oh, all wrong. So he introduced me to. I don't know if I should say this name or not because I was underage. But Go ahead. he 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 introduced me to one of the club owners in Old City. Okay. Um, if you know me, then you know who 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 it was because y'all was there. Cool. And I ended up taking that audience yeah. into the club scene. So I started running Old City um, from that club to the club across the street from it to the ones around the corner. And that's y'all when was you, there. Y'all know. You were um, 18? I was not 18. <laughs> I was like 17, 18-ish. So um, I, used I probably to, was 18 by, by this time now. Now that I think about it, I think I yeah. was 18 by then. So I used to throw parties in Old City, and I mm-hmm. didn't come to Old City until I was, and I had come to Atlanta. So mm-hmm. we threw parties in the mm-hmm. A, came back up top, mm-hmm. and had our crowd from yeah. the HBCU thing. Yeah. Um, but I was well over 18. Yeah. I might have been close to 21. You weren't eight. But look, that's was, the hustle. It, that's yeah, the hustle it was spirit. the kind of like I mean, I mean, the thing was, it was like he's like, "Yo, you not making no real money." We 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 was throwing dollar parties, right? He like, I don't even have enough money to bail all of y'all out right. of jail if they come in, <laughs> if they come shut this down Yo. for real. Um, and we was using my man's sister crib. I hope this not snitching because I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 sure she know by now, but we 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 was using her crib when like she when when uh. When uh, she was out of town, he was like, "Yo, if she come home, like, yeah, she know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, on. she know y'all, and y'all like all her little brothers, but that is only going to go so far exactly. when you in somebody's crib. <laughs> like, if, if something get broken, if somebody get hurt, he just ran, ran, like he ran down all the stuff that I really hadn't thought about. Right, I just was thinking about the money. Right, right. Um, but then you go start throwing parties in Old City, and yeah. now the money's coming. Yeah. So, at, so at the same time. Is another thing was a lot of artists was hitting me up like okay. for features or for yo when y'all drop yeah. a new mixtape and all this other stuff and I'm like yo I'm not a rapper like right I'm not, I'm right not, it's not it's not my thing I don't I'm rap. not a rapper um and my rap name was Spit right okay. my homies from when like the whole Apple iMac and all that stuff yeah, started yeah. coming out because again I was always the marketing guy but yep. you know back then the computer stuff it, it made you a nerd yeah so. They they used to call me I spit as a joke like okay. iPhone iMac they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they they were like they had a question about something they were like I man spit. man call I spit like he know <laughs> um so then the from saying I am not a rapper over and over and right. over and over that's your new then name. that started to stick yeah so then the website became I am not a rapper I spit right, like dot that. dot com okay. and it started off with just like. I kind of had a couple different ideas for what I wanted to do with that yeah. with that particular site. Um, at first, I wanted to just like spread information because I felt right. like I would have to trick people into reading. Right, people read even less now, but they really wasn't read, yeah. reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either. So what I tried to do was I put music. 
Okay. I will put movies, TV shows, like anything to get people to drive traffic to nice, the site. Like, nice little like, blog. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's like, once I got you, then I got you. You went here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause once you there, then you there. Um, and then on my birthday one year, this was going, uh, going back, back into the whole thing. Um, and I think I might've mentioned this part yeah. already before, but the site, did it did numbers okay. because I wasn't yeah, yeah. focused on like local traffic. We I were talking about it before like, we got on. I hope oh, we yeah. got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to have like every local rapper and yeah. I was I wasn't trying to lean on that. Right. I was going after a global audience because I knew about the internet and its global reach since I was even young. Like even yeah. when I was talking about when I was like twelve, thirteen, all that, I was down downloading music. I was on Napster. I was you know all you were a stuff. little so, ahead of your time. Yeah. So. I knew that the internet and I figured out how to work the ads okay. very early. That's the only reason I spent so much time on it because I was making a killing. Recoup. And, and yeah, this is before they started that, like the CPC mafia. Yeah. You know, it was like Google ads. Yeah. I'm selling ads to, 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 uh, uh, I'm the local brand. Yeah. And I was charging. Man, these numbers y'all getting now is probably, I was I was charging way more than I was supposed to be before Google created created the standard Damn. and like messed the game up. Um, because nobody really knew from Echo back in the day, oh, bro, bro. They were man. making a killing. Yo, shout out to uh, what was that? Diamond Furs. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to <laughs> everybody. Thank y'all so much. Couldn't do it without you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just those. So from the site, yeah, our our traffic was crazy. We were he doing, was doing good as a young boy. probably probably a month. We might have been doing a hundred around around about, um, and that was like actual traffic. I'm not uh, I'm not talking like the funnels because yeah. it was a higher number than that. But at that time, they hadn't really figured out how to separate bots right. from the regular stuff, and I can okay. and. And I could tell from our Google alerts that a lot of the stuff that we were getting was bots because it would be like, I post a story and now I see it reposted the exact same way Mm in 50 different places. But that still drives us traffic. So I didn't care. But I wanted to know how many real people we we had. Gotcha. Um, So one day is on my birthday. Okay. Uh, we were talking about podcasting. So all the podcasts that I listened to at that time, because podcasting did exist then, but yeah. they were all white. It was just get they, and it was yeah, just getting it was, started. Yeah, yeah. It was there was one black podcaster and I kind of skipped over another part a part, a part of my career, but yeah. I used to work work in radio. Okay. I worked under Star and Buck Wild, Star Stars who yeah, actually kind of yeah, put yeah. me on. Okay. Um and Star had introduced me to Star Combat still Jack. going. They yeah, both still yeah. going. Shout out to yeah. Star. Shout out to man Star is listen, I you you will never get me to say awesome. nothing bad about yeah. Star. Star put me on when no they didn't believe in us. Star did. <laughs> um, I love it. Um, Star did. Star did <laughs> for real. Like put me on. Love it. Um, and I saw I was like, oh wait, there's a space in here for like for us. Yeah. So on my birthday one one uh, one year, my homie Blair and I and uh and I'm and Kevin. It's like let's just press record and see what happens. Do it. And we were only supposed to record. I think we set the time for like 20 minutes. And <laughs> How long we looked up, it was like three and a half hours later, and we were still just laughing, talking, <laughs> cracking up. Um, and I found that clip recently. That audio is terrible, man. 
pod, pod, Yo, podcast has come a Blair, long way. your first podcast that audio was trash. Was trash. <laughs> I'm like, man. He came like, a long way. Came a long way. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I was like, yo, we got something here. Like, oh. this could be something. Yeah. So we did it a couple more more times as tests, but those tests actually became like our first season. Yeah. So yeah, get out the way. Yeah. So, and, and we developed a formula. Yep. So, like, over the course of Podcast Wednesdays, which is what the name became, okay. because at, at, at that time, podcasting wasn't a large market. So, a all the podcasts. Yeah came out on Wednesdays. Okay. Um, so I looked at what the most popular search term what ter, ter, terms were and, and it was podcast and Wednesdays. Done. And I was like, well, that's Boom. the name of the show. Now, yep. At first it was the I Am Not a Rapper, I Spit podcast. And Smart. I was like, eh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Podcast and, and, Wednesdays. And we changed the podcast Wednesdays and then we was off to the races. We did like 60,000 a week and we did every week. If we took a week off, we was getting cussed out on Twitter. Damn. Um, we started integrating music into it, so we did music breaks. So, and, and it's funny because I was just describing this formula. Yeah. So somebody even I mean, Joe earlier, Budden, earlier they beat today. you. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> no, it's it's funny. I just I just was talking about this with uh with uh, my homie Chill earlier, and I was like, when we did the podcast, the format was once well once we kind of found our found yeah. found, found our niche. The format was we had an intro, a couple of like funny intros. And then we would lead into either at first we would use like the the theme song from like a popular TV show. Okay. From like the 60s, 70s, 80s. Yep. And then after that, we just Good started time. using clips from movies. Okay. Um, or just like our favorite scenes. We would like record it, edit it, turn the audio up, fix it, Throw you know, it smooth in, it out. Man. It was before before you could rip stuff off of YouTube. Right, right. Um, because I'm I'm sure it's much easier yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But we would but 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 like I went in like full audio production <laughs> mode. mode. Oh, um, love it! And we would do that, and then we would start off with talking, okay, for like a couple minutes, and then we would go into like a music break, and then we would come back with 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 the what 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 we would call the long segment, okay, and then we would go into another music break, and then we do another ending segment, and then we would play like two two three songs at the end. Uh, I'm at the end, so so it was like a radio show, but we but we would call it radio on demand. Love so it. and going back to the whole blog thing, I mentioned the yeah. you know I mean, I mentioned the whole like network and how I wanted to create a network. So I saw early in podcasting, this was maybe 2010. I was like, yo, I want to create a podcast network. Yeah, because I hadn't seen anybody do it right. and, uh, not successfully, and the infrastructure just wasn't there. Because when I created this podcast network. We created the female version of like Podcast Wednesday. So one uh-huh. of our hosts was well, was a woman. We pulled her off of the show okay. and made her have her own show because cool. we wanted to have a black woman's podcast and we called it Ladies First. Okay. So Ladies First was the first show on our network. Love but it. it was like both of the shows were coming out under our network. It's funny because you mentioned Joe. Like Joe yep. had a similar issue. Right. When Joe first started the Joe Button Network. It was see see the thing is, and it was yep. another pod, podcast. But you could only get them yep. under the Joe Button podcast, and yep. it wasn't called called the Joe Button Network. Yeah, and it was kind of like I need to have a place where I can have multiple shows with multiple names. Yeah. So then we started a website. Okay. So then we were like, all right, well now we can serve it from here. But of course, that's not as powerful as right. the podcast app. So those shows kind of like fell off. Fizzle. It didn't. It did. It did. It didn't really last because it wasn't at that time. It wasn't sustainable. Um, 
and and I kind of like my marketing company, which mm-hmm. is what I'm like skipping all over the place, but from the party stuff, that was not like it, it wasn't sustainable because if you know anything, thing about being 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 a promoter is you got to be there, and I not just at your parties, yeah. but then you got to go out to other people's parties and promote and show them love because otherwise they say, oh well, you never come to my stuff, so you I'm never came through. Stuff, we got to collaborate. Yeah, you know I mean, let's yeah. do it. yeah, um, let's work. Yeah, Let, hashtag let's work, bro. Um, so I kind of was like, I got to get out of this. So I started working with some of the other promoters. Again, I ain't put. I'm not. I'm not gonna put nobody business out there. But right. some of the older promoters. Yep. Didn't they? They didn't know how to use the internet nah. really, nah. and they were proud of that. It was like, man, that's that nerd shit. I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't think it was that. coming, and I was cool with it. Right. So I used to run their MySpace pages. I used to run Dope. their Facebook page. I used yep. to. You know how you now around your birthday, how you get a message from some like promoter that uh-huh. says, yo, come to my party. I'll yep. give you a free bottle yep. and bring three, three, three. Post three, this. Free. Post your photo. I invented that. <laughs> <laughs> this I is apologize. the guy. You're the guy. I apologize <laughs> because I can't control it now, right. but I definitely invented that. That's I was the first crazy. person that did did it in a digital way because right. now I would go on Facebook and find when everybody's birthday was yep. and I would just have my interns just like, yo, go message Send everybody off, it's off, easy. from, from yeah. my account. And then I kind of duplicated it and I would give that to yep. my clients. Yep. So if I'm running your promo, uh, if, I, if I'm running your digital promo strategy, yep. now I'm doing all the same stuff that I do uh, do for me. I'm doing it for you. And they just paying, paying, paying me whatever. What they didn't realize, again, I can reveal this now because I don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. I had this guy named Clifford. He built me a bot. Okay. So I wasn't really doing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of <laughs> this stuff. I just programmed it yeah. to do the stuff on on MySpace. Um, they used to have something called the Wall. Yep. And what was the? Uh, you had all your little like. What, what was the thing that was the, the timeline before the before the timeline on on MySpace? I thought it was you like were a place that was eight. like constant. No, no, no. It was like constantly like you 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 could go go in there. I think that. Was that the wall? I don't know. It was like a thing where it was you like could the go in top there. eight, and then it was like that. Yeah, like yeah, a stream was, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and 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 and, and it was constantly yep. doing doing yeah. doing doing that. So he built me a bot for that. Oh, so dope. then I would just put in what I wanted to post, how often I wanted to post, how many times a day, and it would just do do clockwork. Yeah, and we sold so many of those bots because once I started using it, I'm like. I don't know all the promoters in the world. Right. So the only way I could duplicate myself is by just selling the bot. Like if you if Done. you can figure it out, it was it was literally, it was all gooey. It was no code. So like you could just literally, literally type. You didn't have to know code like how when you do when you use MySpace, right. you kind of had to know code a little bit. Yeah. Same with like Black Planet, all that is you kind of yep. had to yep. know how to code stuff. With this, it was like upload the picture. Put in the thing, log in, and then we would give them a warning. Like, look, if you go over this number a day, right. they might block. It's gonna you. cut you. But whatever, go for what you know. Um, Copy paste. And man, boom. we sold a lot of those. Damn. So that was kind of like my first digital marketing thing, and then okay. I realized that this is bigger than party promotion. So I started oh, yeah. my marketing company. It was I Spit Marketing at first. Dope. Um, and then went from I Spit Marketing to Sporty Marketing uh, when when I brought my brother in as. Okay. As my partner, a uh, shout out to Lil. So my dad's nickname was Sporty. Okay. So we just changed it to Sporty Marketing. Um, and then 2000, 2012, I think this was. 
I also left out. I had a uh, I'm a corporate day job, so okay. I was working during uh, during the day and throwing parties at night. Um, I left Sounds my job right. in 2009. Okay, um, I decided I was going to leave on November 4th, 2008. That's the last time I threw I threw a party myself. Okay, now this part I I can't reveal is me and Rick Lowe. Um, <laughs> we did a party called My President Is Black. Okay, and I don't know if this. I mean, this is. I, I might be the only person to admit it because everybody says like, "Oh, I knew," but I didn't think he was going to win. Hey, I, I, I just didn't believe it. I, I didn't think I, he was. I'm not. Win. I, I lived in America my whole life, and I don't believe in it. None so, of us really believe. So that, I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't think he was going to win. I thought. Well, I don't want to say what I thought, but I didn't think he was yeah, going to win. Yeah. So the night, I'm like, at least we could make some money off of this. Right. Um, right. And at the time, I didn't know that was going to be my last playing party. Jeezy in the background. Yeah. No, we all night long. Yeah. Like we probably played the Jeezy song. I don't know, probably ten <laughs> or fifteen times with with oh oh in the first few hours, and we did it at this club on Front and Market. I can't remember the name of it because it's not there no more. But okay, it, it was one of the only clubs that that had screens on both sides and okay. it was mirrors. Okay, so so no matter which way you turn, you could see the TV. Yeah, and I just started seeing on, like what was on Ohio Front and Market. Can, well, yeah, what front, was on Front and Market? Front Front and Market. I don't know. I it know was uh, you know, I could find find the flyer and I'll send it That's to you. That's all good. It was like right. Right, before, right, right, right past the train station. Cool. So I see the things coming. It's like Ohio, uh-huh. North Carolina, this place, that place, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like all blue. And I'm Damn. like, what the hell is happening? Right, right. Is this boy really about to become president? Yeah. Like, and shit's wild. When they like, I think they called it maybe like eleven something. Yep. Like some of the stations started started calling it early because it was obvious that yeah this was yeah like a he was lands, guaranteed yeah it was like it a was, landslide. he won one yep it, yeah it was like a landslide it's not mm-hmm. it's not like he bare like he he won he took like he took yeah. so I was like wow and, and this shit is real and, and like it hit me I had a yeah. real like emotional moment like Hell yeah. Hell yeah oh this is like a thing like this yep. is really happening yep um so I was like all right. Well, I don't want to throw parties no more. That's for sure. Like I this is it that. for that. Like yep. I got to find something else to do. Yep. Um, and you know, I might have had something in my eye a little bit, so I went outside to go and like get some air, and I could hear like singing okay. in the distance. Yeah, it was weird because it was coming down Market Street. Yeah, and they, I think they had blocked off all the streets because okay. I guess they, uh, they were preparing for a win or a yeah. loss. Yeah, a win, riot, loss, one, riot, yeah, whatever. Either and way, it was people marching down Market Street, Damn. arm in arm, singing, "We have overcome." Not, wow. not, uh, not, not we shall. Yeah, and I was like, "We have overcome." No, we haven't. <laughs> right, right. We, <laughs> so we still like, got. I'm like, yeah, do. I gotta find something better to do with my time. Right. <laughs> This right. ain't it. Um, so I decided that I was gonna leave my corporate job and go full time into my marketing company. Okay. Um, so I still had the podcast and all, all, all this different stuff yeah. going on. Um, so when I left my job, it kind of was like, all right, I worked a couple of like temp jobs at well once yeah. that was over, just to kind of learn uh, um I learned the infrastructure okay. of, of these different companies. But I was uh, seemingly a, a full-time entrepreneur. From, you weren't going back. Uh, 2009 until 2020 when I when I, when I went to Forbes. Um, and then became the SVP. Yeah. but Straight like I, that. Yeah, but I, I went, like, the reason I went back in the story is because I always, I don't want to make it seem like I had this figured out right. all along. I did a lot of different stuff. Right. I, I, like, I 
I went in a lot of different directions until I actually figured out yeah. what I was trying to do. Um, so that was when I got more into like the behind the scenes promotion stuff. Okay. I had the, you know, I kind of had it like templated where I knew what, what, what right. to do. Parties on this day. I start on this day. I do this amount of promos. I, I booked this many birthdays for them and they're going to be good. And uh, they, right. they're going to be happy. They're going to keep, keep, keep paying. Oh, and that's another thing. My money was guaranteed. Excuse me. I love so, that. My money was guaranteed, so I didn't care if nobody showed up. Showed exactly, up, showed, showed, like if they, if they showed up or not, which is different from when I was on the promotion side. You sitting there waiting, hoping that people are coming to your party that night. On the promotion side, if it rains, you, then you like rain ain't gonna stop us. Look, like no, yes, but it, it is. Nobody's bro. coming, but it is. But when I was on the on 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 the back end side, by the time the party happened, I was paid already. Yeah, so yeah. it was kind of like. Yeah. Good luck. All, all Gucci. Yeah. I love the fact that you said, or I love the fact that you took us through all the background because I think before the, there's a breakdown that has to happen before the breakthrough, mm -hmm. right? So let's fast forward because mm -hmm. you said all these things happened and then Forbes. Like, so I'm still thinking, okay, now you started catching the eye of Forbes. Like, how oh, does so, that come together? So how I got connected to Forbes was in 2014. Okay. No, 2013. So, uh, was in the marketing space and all okay. of that. One of my clients uh, was technically, um, uh, uh, um, locally, locally is called um, Technically Philly, okay. but, but they do Philly Tech Week. Got it. So, okay. I was working with Philly Tech Week as like a digital consultant. So okay. I'll I will go around to all the different like 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 Philly Tech Week is like spread out all over the city. Right. Yep. Uh, well, all over the not all over the city. Downtown. Downtown. Yeah. yeah downtown. All over downtown Philly. Yeah. <laughs> um so I would go to like the different events and take pictures and do and yep. do and, and do like a little recap. Okay. And I would like post it on like social media. This was like I guess it was like influencer stuff now yep. what, what, what they would call it. Yeah. And I knew of this lady named Desiree Peter Campbell. Um, I knew about her because she worked on 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 the first Obama campaign. Okay, she uh, basically got him elected president. She Dope. made Michael Bloomberg a mayor. Yeah, she, she made Cory, uh, Cory Booker a mayor and then a senator. Like she was like a kingmaker. Yeah, and I was like, that's what I want to do. Okay, I want to do that. Like I need to learn how to do that. Right, I gotta find this lady. And again, this was early on, so you couldn't really stalk yeah. people on the internet. Right? Yeah, How do I way, find the her? Way, yeah, the, the the way you can now. Um, everybody's email wasn't published and all that nah. other stuff. Nah. So, um, I just so happened that she was speaking at one of the Philly Tech Week events, okay. and they wanted me to go to this other event, and I called Psych. Audible, yep. and I went to that event. And at the end of the event, I met her, and I was like, "Yo, great, great talk." Yeah. Oh, I, well, I'll come, I'll come back to that. Okay. So, uh, so I'm like, great talk. I would love for you to be my mentor. I got like straight to the point. And she was like, me? Huh? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I just want you to mentor me. She's like, I, what? What? Mm -hmm. You? You know who I am? Right. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, how? Right. And I started explaining to her. I'm like, I did my research. Yeah, and yeah. And she's like, okay. So what, 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 so what do you do? Right. I left out a part that in 2010, I started a water company. So okay. I was, what I, what I asked her for was to be able to help me to like get the water in the hands of, the, uh, of, uh, of, 
um, different people, some of her clients. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I wanted to learn about her role in like relationship equity. Got it. Was what okay. I asked for. Okay. That was the main thing. Is I want to learn how Build to maintain the, Got it. Okay. Yeah, these 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 relationships. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. Sort of relationships. Um, and the reason why she was here is she had just moved to Philly. Okay. She was the deputy mayor. Um, got she it. got mayor. Oh yeah, yeah. Mayor Nutter. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. 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 Um. So. Okay. Um. So I like the first thing was I was like I'm gonna send you a case of water to your, to your, to your office. It's called a cerebellum H2O. It was the only all natural yeah. alkaline water on the market at that. At was that, that you and Chill? So so I did a nice things okay. addition of okay. the water with Chill. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Chill Moody's his yeah. guy. So yeah. okay, cool. Got so it. yeah. So when he was doing that, um, that makes sense. So, yeah. So I sent her a case of water to the to the. Uh, up to the office. Okay. She 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 gave it out to people, got me a bunch of clients, yep. and we just stayed in contact. I stayed in contact. I'm cool. uh, being, yeah. Being, yeah, yeah, being, yeah. Being, She's busy. Yeah, yeah. Desiree yeah. was very busy, and I used to bother yeah. her all the time. And I should tell you, As we you just should. talked about this earlier. Like, I used to bother her all the time. Like, so I so I do not like. I learned early on that I don't yeah. mind being annoying. I don't yeah. care. It doesn't bother me at all. It's all about surrounding yourself with right, the right people, right? right? So Hell I'm yeah. like, I'm like, whatever. I'm gonna just keep keep keep, exactly. keep calling you until, until until I get through. I'm gonna keep knocking her, on this door. Um, her assistant, her her admin knew me by yeah. first name every time I call. She's like, I love it. Hi, Rashad. <laughs> she's not here right now, or she's in a meeting. Right. She's a, um. So when time came, um, Forbes had so in 2010. Also, Forbes Forbes created the the thirty under thirty list. Namely, okay. Randall Lane created cre- created the thirty under thirty yeah. list. But yeah. but the thirty under thirty list it didn't have an event. It just was a list. Okay. So they were looking at Philly as the place to create. And I remember this this, this thirty under thirty summit. Yep. Um. So in twenty thirteen, they were having a meeting. Okay. About it, and Desiree invited me to come to the meeting. Her and Mike, um, Mayor 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 Nutter. I'm sorry, Mayor Mike, Nutter. Mike Nutter. He just um, called Mayor Nutter Mike. That's cool. Her, her, and Mike I'm sorry, were Mike. having a meeting with Randall, and they Respect. invited me to come. Okay, <laughs> and, they, and they invited me to come into the meeting. I knew, like, mayors before, but yeah. before their mayors are council people, and before right, right. council people, they're like they're just they people, work so for right. us. Yeah, they're regular yeah. people. So I know these people. Respect. Shout, yeah, shout right. out, it's shout just out, Mike to James and all Alan. It's just know. Alan. It's Alan. It's Alan Duck. I mean, I mean, he might be the next mayor. He might not be. I don't know. It's just Alan. He I mean, sells real estate. Very, we we sell real estate together. He got money, so like, he's possible. definitely got money. Yeah, so very, very possible. I think it might downtown. work for him. I know some other guys running, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, let's see. It's all going to come, come, uh, come down to who got the most money. Who's got the money? He got the money. Politics. Yeah. yeah um, but, so I, so I, I get invited to this meeting, and they say, like, we know, like, they had already met with him before. Yep. And they are in the process of, like, negotiating this. And they're like, if you're one of the, if if you're looking to tap into the young entrepreneurs in the city, right. you know, this is the guy you need to talk to. So. He's the guy. Um. So I met, I met Randall almost immediately, asked him to become my mentor, too, because, People don't really know Randall's history. Like they right. know him as this amazing journalist. He's one of the right. best journalists I've ever met. Like his writing is incredible. I Do read you have him writing for Forbes? Huh? You have him writing for you no, guys? No, Randall is the chief content officer of Forbes. Oh, like he's okay. the guy that brought me into Forbes, right? Oh, this makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. he's been a, he's been All a right. journalist for probably thirty years. Okay, so, like, connecting the dots. Yeah. All right, so gotcha. Randall. 
I remember he sent me something recently. This is this this off story, but yeah, he he sent me something recently that he wrote in like I don't know, like 1999 or something. And I'm like, man, this is better than some of the stuff that I'm reading now. Like this <laughs> is incredible, right? Right. This is really really good. I love it. Um, anywho, so I meet him, ask him to become my mentor, but the, but the, this is in the process of us working together, like okay. of us like developing what this 30 under 30 summit is going to look like. Got it. Uh, 30 under 30 conference, I think, I think, I think right, it's called right. in Philly. It was at the convention center. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's, yep. honestly, it's the last one that took place in a convention center. Like the okay. the the first two in Philly are the last two to be in a convention, in the convention center. center. Um, right. But I basically brought together all of the young black entrepreneurs in yeah. Philly at the time, all the people that I was mentoring, yep. all of the, like my, my, my peers and mentees. Um, if you name it, they are they, they were there. So um, you were the thirty under thirty guy. I remember. So I used mm-hmm. I used to work for Urban Outfitters. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. And I literally was like, yeah, yeah, right there, yeah, yeah, right there. Like, wait, what is this thirty under thirty? Thing? Yeah, nobody I feel like knew, I should be. Yeah, nobody knew what it what it was. They they didn't know it was Forbes. So that That's was one of the crazy. things that changed after the first one was yeah was the branding Rebranding. was different right because it was just a 30 under 30 right. summit or yep. 30 30 under 30 conference assuming that everybody knew that it was forced nah, and they yeah, didn't know we had no idea um yeah. so we did that then it came back another year okay and so 2015 so so another 2014, one. 2015, yeah yep. yeah 2014 was the first one 2015 was the second one um and then um how can I tell this transition piece? Let's just say that we got a new regime. In okay. Philly. They didn't see eye to eye on the way that we wanted to do stuff. And then it moved out to Boston. Gotcha. Which leads into 20... Well, that, that's, 14, that's 2016. 15, and then okay. 2017 is when I started Forbes of Culture Damn. in Boston during, during, during that summit. But my contract was up in 2015. So okay. I was no longer working with... Got it, Forbes, Forbes I just was all. an attendee. I just, I just was there. Okay. So were you just freelancing? You were continuing your marketing thing yeah, at that point? Yeah, yep. Okay. Yep. There's always, like, I'm real big on there. I feel like there's always a break that down before the breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Like, okay, we fell off for a couple of years, mm-hmm. but we came right back. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's dope to me. And then, you know my guys. So you know my guy facts mm-hmm. f- for the culture. Mm-hmm. For the culture and Forbes, the culture somehow found their way together. At very, very early day, day one, like day, well, day two, I guess. Okay, I, I guess I would say. Yeah, the night um of the first of Forbes the Culture dinner. Yep. Um, you know, invited twenty five people, three hundred people show up. Yep. I told, I told, I told that part, part, that part, um, that story. Yep. The next day, I woke up. And I look in the WhatsApp group, and there's like over a thousand messages. Everybody, Forbes of Culture, Forbes of Culture, Forbes of Culture. Right. I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> and then I scroll up, and I look at a video of me giving a toast, and I see yep. that I said it. And I was like, I didn't even remember saying it. I that. didn't know that was a thing. Um, yeah. And I was like, I like it. So I text Facts. Yo, you busy? Yeah, why? I'm like, yo. I, yo Shut I, up, Daryl. Yo, yeah. yo, I need something. Like, I need I need a logo. Yeah. Like, How soon you need it? I'm like, yesterday, apparently. Yeah. So he's like, what you need to look like? I gave him some colors. I gave him a model. I sent him some screenshots. He was like, all right, bet. A few, wow. a few, a few hours later, he sent it to me. We we, uh, we we went through like a couple different versions. Right. By the next day, we was locked in. I was like, all right, I need some shirts, hats, yeah. all that, blah, blah, blah. We started doing, doing uh, I started merch. Excuse me, started merchandising. And that's really how it spread was yeah. through was through was through the merch. 
Mm, excuse me. And, and that's um, and that's the dope. So the dope part to me is like you've already gone down this road before as a teenager. So All right, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah I, I know how to do this yeah. now. I left out the whole period of of my of my high school business, like yeah. when we were selling merch. Yeah. I was selling t shirts yep. in school, but yep. but but not. Hollow Tips merch. Like, I was right. just selling white t-shirts oh, just... because my homie put me on, shout out to, well, rest in peace, Maul. Yeah. He put me on to the wholesale game and I would go up yeah. and, uh, up to uh, the Fifth and Olney yep. and go and go see Mike and I would go get a boxes of t-shirts yep. and I would sell them in high school and um, I got accused of selling drugs because they like, where uh-huh. you get all this cash Where you from? get all this Where's money all this? from? And, Yep. I was like renting lockers. I'll tell a quick a quick a quick side story. I had a locker on on the first floor. It was okay. too close to to uh uh to the principal's office. So it was three three floors in my school and I rented a locker on each floor and uh, every morning I'd go, go to high load school? up uh Bartram Motivation. Okay. Shout out to Mo. Hey, I, 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 Bartram gang. <laughs> I, I, I. Um so uh, I went to Bartram Motivation. So okay. I rented a locker on every floor. I paid them five dollars a week. Damn. To let me use, use the locker, locker. they wasn't using it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody really had like a lot of our stuff was like in class work. Like right. we spent so much time working in class that we didn't have much homework unless it was yeah. a project. So I would uh, fill fill a locker up with t shirts, and then Smart. by the end of the day, I'd be sold out every day. Hell like, yeah! Because people would, yo, this is the craziest thing thing to think about going going back to that whole like yep. black culture fuse the world thing, mm-hmm. like. People would come to school in a t-shirt. Yep. By lunchtime, they would want to buy another t-shirt. Because that drone would it, be dirty. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, they would want to leave school with another fresh t-shirt. Yep. So I might sell two t-shirts to the same person. Easy. A day. Easy. Yeah. But like bare minimum. Yeah. And then I got the good quality drones. I got I got the free size drones. The right. side. Shout out to side, whoever that is. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I remember. <laughs> um Whoever that company yep. is, because I never met Five. anybody that Different. ever worked there. The, ne- um, the neckline was neck, crisp. Neck was crisp. Like it was, yo, yeah. listen, they don't even, they don't it's know. A thing. It's they, a thing. They didn't believe in the yeah. side dig. <laughs> yo, um, we would come down to Atlanta. That's the crazy part. So, like, it's a different hustle spirit with promoters. Mm-hmm. Anybody who used to sell t shirts, I didn't, I didn't have to sell drugs, I didn't have to hustle. Bro, I was always good. I went into college with, I mean, I did like other things. Mm-hmm. Like I worked, I worked in restaurants and yeah. stuff, but like, yeah, I did that too. bro, like I made so much money in, in college before I even promoted mm-hmm. off of t-shirts, mm-hmm. bro. T-shirts, mixtapes, all that. Easy. Shout out to, Easy. shout out to the mixtape game. Shout out to, uh, yeah. Fifth and Lindley. Yeah. All the yep. all those warehouses, yep. everybody, yeah, they they, uh, yeah. they they fueled us, yeah. So yeah, so all of that, I like, I had this yep. in my mind. I knew how even going beyond the t-shirts, I, I discovered BJ's yeah. pretty pretty early and started yep. selling candy, okay, chips, like you know, again, like this is little going, things, yeah. Another another invention that's from my brain, yep. But you know, when you go to the corner store, well, well, now I don't know if they, yeah. they still do it, but and you could go and get and get like an assorted bag of candy yeah. and they'll yep. sell it, yep, for a buck, yep. Started here first, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, I will go to BJ's and put together the craziest <laughs> assortment of candies I and sell them for that. a dollar, 
I respect it. Yeah. It's uh, penny candies is what they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Penny, penny candies back in the day. I don't even so they don't even have those anymore. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. My sure kids, I feel like yeah, I mean, nothing calls a yeah, penny. Yeah, you got <laughs> nothing yeah, is a penny yeah, anymore. Nothing, Pennies ain't a even penny a penny anymore. anymore. But I love the story. I love the fact that you found these mentors along the way mm-hmm. and now you've built this brand. You collaborated with facts, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and my guy, my guy, Jared, who mm-hmm. w- went to Morehouse with me, mm-hmm. the collaboration piece and the mentorship piece, is that what you attribute to your success? Or is it now that you've taken off, like how did, I feel like a lot of people are going to watch this and be inspired and we're mm-hmm. going to have to have you back because there's a lot of like, sure. this is probably going to be one of my longest episodes where like <laughs> we jumping around, yeah. but like, we're going to have to get into more. What, what was the point that you realized this Forbes thing was something or you were going somewhere else? Cause I think a lot of entrepreneurs have this like, come to Jesus moment mm. or this epiphany. Yeah. Um, for me, it's not even an epiphany. It's more like, are you going to do this or not? Exactly. And I don't know, for you, you already had that Forbes connection. When was it that you knew that this was a thing? Um, That I knew that Forbes, the culture was, was yeah. a thing? Yeah. I, I'm, I probably... My publicist would probably hate me for this, and like <laughs> I'm probably gonna be cussed out. But like I, I kind of would say I'm still yeah figuring it out. If uh-huh. I would say any point, I would say maybe two or three days ago when it was our sure. five year anniversary, Congrats. and I really look back at the last five years, yeah, and I'm like, wow, you like, just had still... a celebration, yeah, yeah. Shit. It's like even even with that. So uh, you mentioned facts, like yep. I know facts through my man Twan D. Okay. Um, Antoine Davis yep. and through yep. Damo, yeah. who I went to high school with. Like, so it's like those are the connections. Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Is like connection yeah. leads to collaboration, Hell yeah. leads to change. I love it. So I don't think I don't have um people say often that like they're like, oh man, you like the most humble dude I know because of their perception of me right. versus my personal perception. Like I feel like I've been doing this shit my whole life. So right. it's like, right. it's not really, it's just the next level of what I'm doing. Yeah. But I don't look at myself like other people will look at me. So I don't think I've had that moment where I'm like, I made it. Cause yeah. I'm still, you're still hustling. Yeah. Cause what I'm focused on, what I'm actually focused on try, trying to do, I'm not there yet. Yeah. And it changes over time. Right. Like I graduate into one level and then I'm like, yeah, but what about this? Yeah. So I take the moments, like I took the time to actually celebrate the five year milestone because black businesses don't last that long. They like don't. And they're not that many of us months, either. Yeah. And you're done. Yeah. Like uh, we we just talked about all of those blogs that are yeah. gone. Out like of here. a lot of the local businesses, or like we could name, a, a probably rattle off stores that Easy. and restaurants and that yeah. they didn't last, right? Yeah. So the fact that we're still here, I'm extremely grateful for that. And I guess Congrats. I could take that as a yeah. moment. Like when we hit when I when I woke up on the second, I was like, damn, five years. That's crazy. And I was moving on. Like, it took, it was like five seconds. And I right. was like, all right, let's get ready for, yep. you know, blah, blah, blah. Because I was kind of like, I'm always kind of uh, th- thinking like you, 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 you mentioned earlier, like, oh, you always have been ahead of the game. Because yep. I'm always trying to see what's the next thing that's coming. So like, 
everybody now is focused on Web3. Mm. I'm trying to look at what's coming after. Yeah. Like, what's going to come yeah. after everybody finally does adopt this and, like, the Oculus costs $10 yep. because yep. it's a part of everyday life. Then what's everybody going to be thinking exactly. about now? What's the next thing? Like, which planet are we going to That's next? Crazy. Like, those are the sort of things that I'm trying to figure out because I don't I don't like surprises I love in that. that way. Like, I like good surprises, but I don't like surprises like... Yo, slavery's back, and I'm like, oh man, I didn't Chill. see that coming. Yeah, like, exactly. it's like, whoa, it's whoa, like, wait, whoa. I didn't, where did that come from? Right, like, right. Where, how, how did this, how did this get by me? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, I love it. You know, just stuff like that. I just, yeah. I, I just try to be, be prepared. A That's step ahead. So he just got done the Kings of Culture event. Um, you're gonna have to tell us a little bit about that before we roll, and we're gonna have to have you back. But it blows me. It blows my mind slightly. I think that's how all entrepreneurs think, though. Entre- successful entrepreneurs is, I'm never here yet. Yeah. That's that's what it sounds mm-hmm. like you're saying. Like, you, I mean, you wouldn't be a successful business if you just stopped. Yeah. Like, yeah, you celebrate. Okay, we had our five years, but now what's next? Yeah, because now, cause now I'm like, yo, what's our 10-year going to look like? Or I said to somebody over the weekend and they laughed at me. Yeah. And I was like, yo, our 50-year celebration is going to be crazy. Let's go. Yeah, let's <laughs> go. Hell I got yeah. a vision in my head. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's going to be crazy. Right, but right. I, but I'm, I'm, what I talk about most often as it relates to two to, to other forms of culture is my 2050 plan, right? Yep, okay. So, well, Forbes of Culture started in 2017, so that was 33 years ahead of yeah. where we were at the time. But I'm like, I see what's happening, yep. And I, I um I have my black belt in a Six Sigma, okay. so my brain works in the reverse. Like I right. start at the outcome and yep. then work my way back to the outcome. I love that the vision so, first. Yep. Yeah. So yep. I'm like, where are we trying to go, or where do we need to go, and then now mm-hmm. how do we get there? So yeah. it's like 2050. All right, 2049, 2040, yep. 2047, yep. all the way back to now 2022. Yeah. And I've had to make 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 adjustments along the way, like. Yeah. Who who knew who knew Agent Orange was gonna become president? Like I didn't see that coming, but you know it's like things that I've made. Uh, made I mean I mean when uh when a second term sorry. Like yeah. those are the things that I was trying to make adjustments for. Right. right. In the meantime, but now it's like, all right, what is like? How do we make it so that we incorporate all of these things that are happening yeah. outside of my plan into the plan and still stay on track to hit where we need to go as a people by right. by uh, by twenty fifty? So we don't end up back. In how change. do we adjust so that we can still hit our trajectory? Absolutely, I love it. Um, we just talked about. <laughs> Agent Orange. Mm-hmm. We were talking about our guy Kanye. Before we leave, what do you? Yeah, shout out to Kanye, man. I'm praying for him. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I mean, I, I feel like. Well, what was your question first? So, go, go, go. So, so, so first, I, I feel like first, I need to figure out a way to get you in Forbes the culture, and so I'm. I'm on a board, a school board, so we got to figure out how to. We'll, we'll talk about some Absolutely. DEI stuff. Um, so we're spe- speaking of school. Yep. We'll be launching. Um, I'm trying to figure out when now. It was supposed to be 2023. It might okay. be 2024 now because again, we make those adjustments yeah. along along, along, gotcha. along yep. the way. Um, but but a part of that uh, of that 2050 plan is. Um, 
FTC Junior and okay. FTC University. Okay. So so FTC Junior will start in uh, uh, I'm in seventh grade, and so you 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 would be able to join in seventh okay. grade, get uh, the supplementary educational tools you need to yep. become a successful entrepreneur or business professional yeah. that you aren't getting in public school that will carry you up into your junior year of high school okay. where you would become a start starting your senior year uh, yep. you would join FTC University and that's whether you you plan on going to college or not because even if you're okay. in technical school yep. you still need uh, those supplemental tools and then once you yep. graduate from from FTC University, then you become a full fledged Forbes of Culture member. So I would love to get involved. Like what? What? We can't wait until you know they are graduating high school or pay, picking nah. a high school or even in eighth grade. No, nah. to try to help people figure out yeah. uh, a life path or a nah. life plan. Right? No. Nah. Um, there are some cultures that they start this type of planning when the kid is born, or yeah. or like like even before the kid is born. Yeah, yeah. they've uh, they've got every year mapped out, right? Yeah, they know they're they're adding them to their credit card to bump their credit score. They're like all of these things. Yep, are done early on, but our youth don't often get those opportunities. So we're playing catch up. Yep. I don't want us to play catch up no more. I like that. like I know no no more catch up. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm all about this. Yeah. We need. So these are the discussions we need to have. Cause absolutely, I think this is perfect. I mean, yeah, yeah. Cause now, now we yeah, connected. Exactly. We're collaborate. See. I like that. I love it. Um, I, there's some bros that that went to Morehouse, the AUC, mm -hmm. with me. That I feel like we're a step ahead. There was like Dallas, who's mm -hmm. who's A and mm -hmm. Um. You they're like, those? yeah, there's certain cats that were just like, you knew they had the plan mm -hmm. and they just look, they're out of here now. Yeah. yeah I mean, and I, yeah, I like that. Now, mm -hmm. now that we're connected, we're going to collaborate. We're going to make Absolutely. it happen. Absolutely. And speaking of Morehouse, another piece is the HBCU campus chapters. Yeah. Um. So one of the first things when I got to Forbes was that uh, we now exclusively uh, take all of our interns from uh, from HBCUs, which wasn't that. the case before. Cool, um, because it's important to have yeah. that have, have that uh, uh, representation. Like the next generation of journalists yeah. should should be able to tell stories. It's huge, uh, yeah. From our perspective, it should be black journalists. Um, and even beyond that, that HBCU campus chapters. So so yeah. so like Forbes of Culture has. 20 chapters right right now, three okay. three international, 17 across the U.S. Wow. And we're looking to tap into the HBCU campuses Huge. because one of the things that I've seen just sort of like, you know, when when we talk about prison and like yeah. the recidivism rate is like you get out of prison and you end up going going, going, going back because you don't yeah. have a support system. Yep. It's the same thing when you get to college. Yeah. If you never left your city, if you never left your town, like 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 where we are right now, yeah. we are it's surrounded tough. by people who have yeah. never left their neighborhood, right? Yep. And because of that, you you don't understand what it's like to to be in these different environments exactly. and how to like adapt and adjust. So the campus chapters we we plan to create a like a support system yeah, support. so that you don't drop out in your first semester or your second semester That's or dope. even your first year yeah now you got other people who you can lean on yeah. to help you to stay i love um, that i love that so yeah it's a struggle um 
And I, that's so dope. All right. All right. So Morehouse has a journalism program. Um, Spike yeah. Lee. Yeah, we tapped is, into it. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, we pulled... We, I, I think we had maybe three Morehouse journalists okay. in this last cohort. Okay. Um, it's only during... It's during the summer, which I'm working on now. I'm trying, okay. to, I'm trying, okay. I'm trying to expand it. Cool. Um, we just don't want to distract the students from cool. their actual studies. But I want... Something that I'm working on now. If, any, if anybody's yeah. listening, then you, and, and, Io, you know. um, Io Spike, let's talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm calling out Spike Lee, but Io, you can call call Spike, and we can make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's figure it out. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I don't, I feel like we could talk a whole long time, but yeah. um, I want you to drop for any entrepreneurs for anybody who is starting their journey, any gems that you want to drop on them. And then next time we're going to get more into the back half of your story. Cause I think you began, but you didn't. I skipped a lot. Yeah. yeah, I just gave a little bit of tidbit. And we got to get Blair in here next time too. Absolutely. Oh man. We should do a full podcast on Podcast Wednesdays. Oh man. Say that. Racial draft. Oh Jesus Christ. I'm so man. Damn you, cancel culture! Because I would bring a bring bring another podcast back, but they got me scared to death. Dog, let's do um, uh, Jim. So a book, I give you a book, Love and that. Norman, I'm coming for you. I'm telling you, man, I want my money. But Dr. Norman Deutsch, okay. um, he has this book called "The Brain That Changes Itself." Uh-huh. I mentioned it in every interview, and probably anybody itself. who always asks me, like, "Oh, what's your favorite book?" It's my favorite book, but I don't know him. I never met the guy. But okay. he owed me a lot of book sales because I probably wow. sold a thousand books for him. I've never but heard of it. Yeah, the brain that changes itself is about the science of neuroplasticity. Okay, and how you 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 hear people use terms like, "Oh, I'm setting my ways. I'm stuck in my ways," but that's not how our bodies actually work. Okay. The only way that you are stuck in your ways or set in your ways is if you decide to be stuck in your that. ways. If, yeah. if you decide that you can't change, yeah. then you won't change. If you decide that you can't grow and develop, then you won't grow right. and develop. If you decide that you want to, then you will. Any, Literally anything you put your mind to. Right. One of the stories in there is about this guy who was 87 years old. He had dementia. He forgot who his kids were. He forgot everything. And he learned how to play the piano. And when he was 90, he did a concert at Carnegie Hall. Shit. <laughs> like, he never played the piano before. What? And four years became a, like, be, be like, 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 became a prodigy and played, and played Carnegie Hall. It's like, crazy. Yeah. Like, which is something that, that, that people, and there's people at 35 that say, Spend their whole oh, lives. I can't yeah. do this because I, oh man, I never did that before. And it's like, well... Nah. You better figure out how to do it. Exactly. Like, you can't hang it up. Yeah. 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 I like that. Okay. I'm I'm putting that in my list. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that's a good one. Uh the spook who sat by the door. Okay. If there's anybody who works in corporate America, you should absolutely read that book. Okay. Um if you well, you'll see when when, okay. when you read it. I don't want to spoil it. But Got it. yeah, the spook who sat by the door, great book. Um I guess it really depends on which industry you're in, because I got a bunch of marketing books. Yeah, I got I got a bunch of advertising books. Ogilvy on 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 advertising okay. is a great one if you're if you're if you're in marketing. Uh, Ogilvy is one of the largest marketing agencies yeah. in the world. They do everything yeah. you see. I think in one year, Ogilvy had like thirty percent of of the Super Bowl commercials that. 
Can't, can't, can't. Something like uh came out. There's one agency. It's crazy. Um, I've studied them a lot. Um, As you transition. LL Cool J. Wait, I make my what? own rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that LL was cool good. LL Cool J's memoir, I make my own rules. Yeah, that was good. I like. I was surprised. I was surprised. I was by, shocked. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised. But LL Cool J is a dope. Yeah, boy. he's layered. Like, very yeah. layered. Very yeah. layered. Yeah. Paint, paint cookies in a plastic Bro. bag, getting crushed by buildings. He's different, but he yeah. read the whole dictionary too. Yeah. He's like a different boy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's different. Um, LL Cool J. Sorry. You know, one, go one, ahead. One, go one, ahead. One more thing. LL Cool J is one of my Love it. inspirations. Um, I'm gonna let the audience figure out how what I what I mean by this. But that Gap commercial that that yeah. that, that he did, where, yeah, back where in Fubu, yeah, I've done that a million times over. <laughs> I just keep doing it over and over again, right in front of people's faces because, I mean, why not? Like that yeah. was genius. Like I had never seen anything like like that before. And I was so inspired it. by it. Yeah, like even just I'm like wow, like. Oh yeah, we can do this. Like we can do this our way. No, no matter where we for are. For us, by yeah. us. I love it. Yeah. For us, so shout by out, us. Shout out, shout out to Damon. Damon John is on our our um on our advisory board cool. uh, of a Forbes of Culture. So shout out to Damon. Another good dude. Yeah. I met I met I met Damon in the airport because we were both being racially profiled at the same time. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what? A, that's how we met. That's how we met. We we were in JFK. They were searching our bags and they put us in this room together. I thought I was on a TV show. Damon John. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought I was on a TV show. I From thought, the Shark Tank. Yeah, I thought that this was like a show and I was a part of it because he was already in the room. I did. I didn't see right. him until I got in the room. They they were like, "You will wait here while while we search your bags." And I'm like, "Whatever." Yeah. And I walk in the room and Damon John is sitting there scrolling his BlackBerry. And I started looking around for cameras. I'm like, "It got to This ain't. There's no way." Like, They're pranking me. Yeah. Where's Ashton? At, yo, yo, I say it all the time. Where's Ashton? Yo. So I sat down. I was like, are you Damon John? And he laughed. <laughs> I'm like, look, man, you never know. Right, People, right. Yeah, every, every, everybody's yeah, got a twin. Everybody got a yeah, doppelganger. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I'm like, everybody's got a twin. Um, he was he he was out there. I think he was about to miss his flight. He was trying to get get, get home with his kids. Right. We talked for all the time that dad, yeah. dad, we was in there. But they called him out first because his bag was ready first. And I was like, can I get your contact? Like, like right. can we stay, stay in contact? I was like, I kind of want to ask you to mentor me, but I'm not sure that. how you will receive it. He was like, so are you asking me or are right. you not asking right. me? <laughs> and I just got his contact and I just, you know, I don't mind bothering people, yeah. you know, until 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 I actually needed something, which was when I wanted to join this advisory board. So, I like this as a learning. Don't be afraid to ask anybody Mm-mm. to be your mentor or ask the fucking question. People, Whatever people hit is. me up all the time. They're like, "Man, not to bother you." I'm like, "No, bother me if, yeah. you, if you want. Like, if if you want to, it's the only way you're gonna get a response in some in some instances because I am very very Booked busy. And busy. So yeah. if I if if I don't respond right away, it's not because I don't want to. It's because I got. I can't see it now because it's on. Uh, do not disturb. But a lot. I got a lot. A lot Yo. of messages. I got. In my, I have 979 unread text messages right now. Yo, it took us a little bit of time to get them in here, yeah. but we got them here. We're coming back. I want some gems uh, from Damon. 
Uh, we know we can't get Damon in here, but um, oh, I can t- t- and, tell you some of the stuff he told me, bruh. Bruh, yeah, we gonna run that back. Um, and we appreciate you for coming through sessions. Uh, and we definitely got to do it for again. Having me, and I appreciate you for allowing me to talk as much as I did because I feel like I was just running my mouth. Yo, it was it was fun. We don't care. We gonna let you. We gonna let you ad libs <laughs> for the culture. <laughs> for the culture, mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Thank you. This was sessions. Uh, let's do it again. Oh yeah, I forgot it was a camera. Sorry. Hey, peace. <laughs>